Today's scripture reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 18 to 20. Do not deceive yourselves. If you think that you are wise in this age, you should become fools so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. From what I have <clears throat> researched and reflected, and we have concluded uh, the study of Mark, and last Friday uh, we made a conclusion of what Mark uh, was trying to get across. And probably this is a little bit of application of what we discovered as a result of our study together. Last six weeks, uh, we truly explored uh, the author, Mark, how he saw Jesus and how he presented uh, the gospel. So, but I'm sure that this will be also relevant for those who could not uh, <clears throat> make it to the Bible study. Uh, but this is... Uh, uh, practical application, not practical application, but real application in our lives. What we learn in Mark, how does it <clears throat> uh, work out in our daily living? St. Paul said, do not deceive yourselves. Do not deceive yourselves. And realize that we can't deceive ourselves. We think we are honest to ourselves, but without even realizing it, we can deceive ourselves. That's why Paul warns, do not deceive yourselves. Uh, similarly, Socrates also said, know yourself. Uh, probably because it is difficult to know ourselves, difficult to know that I'm not deceiving myself. Uh, these philosophers and St. Paul said, do not deceive yourself uh, and know yourself. I think spiritual journey, journey is a journey to fullness. Spiritual journey uh, has twofold. One is to get to know God. But Another part of spiritual journey, equally important, is to get to know yourself. So, spiritual journey is also to discover yourself, to find yourself. If you just emphasize one uh, without the other, for example, if you emphasize only on God, you become fanatic. You don't know yourself. If you emphasize only on uh, yourself rather than God, then it becomes too devastating. When you discover yourself, it can be quite devastating. So spiritual journey uh, is both getting to know God and also getting to, getting to know yourself. That was the spiritual journey of St. Paul. He lived his life deceiving himself. He didn't think that he was deceiving himself. 
I don't mean that he lived a double life. No. He thought he lived one kind of life, but he was actually deceiving himself. He didn't know who he really was. He thought he did. He thought he did. How many of, how many of us are like that? We think we know, but sometimes we may continuously deceive ourselves. Let's, I mean, when he was awakened to himself, he saw what he was like before. I mean, this is what he uh, thought he was. Can you put, yeah. If anyone else has reason to be confident in the self, I translate uh, flesh into self because that's what he, what he meant. If anyone else has reason to be confident in the self, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, a member of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. That was almost like a formula for him. So if somebody asked you, who are you? Then he would have answered with this. If somebody asks you, who are you? Then you may have a certain things that, uh, or which school you graduated from, and who your parents are, and uh, what you do, you know, th these things. It was a clothes he wore, but it wasn't him. Clothes hanger cannot mistake who it is by the clothes it hangs. We wear different clothes, but they're only shells, not our true identity. Paul lived all his life thinking that his shells were him. In that way, he deceived himself. But one day, he discovered that he was doing that. Many of us don't even discover that. Many of us live our life, all life, without really knowing who I am. And just I. But Paul discovered the truth about himself. I think that is amazing. That's great. That makes Paul great. And after, after he discovered himself, this was what he said. I regard them as rubbish. Them are the ones that I just did, uh, we just read. He was a Pharisee and all these things. He regards them as rubbish. Useless to define who I am. All those things are useless to who to truly know who I am. Because shells come and go. Like you change, like you change your clothes every day. His righteousness comes and goes. He thought he was righteous, but he wasn't righteous. He was persecuting God's people. He thought that that was a righteous thing to do. Morality 
comes and goes. Everything that we have, shells, come and go. But beyond the shells, he was able to go beyond the shells that he wore. He was able to see his inner self. Not many of us can do that, but he went beyond the shells and then he was looking at himself. And this was what he said. I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. He saw his own contradiction. I'm a man of contradiction. Not a man of integrity. I'm a man of contradiction, he discovered. So Paul's testimony is very different from the testimonies that most of us here uh, are used to uh, hearing all the times. That, uh, you know, I used to be bad. I used to smoke. I used to drink. I used, I used to do this and uh, that, and that. But now after I met Christ, now uh, I don't do all those things. I'm good. But Paul's testimony was exactly opposite. I thought I was good. I thought I was living faithfully. I thought I was living a righteous life. But after I, met in, after I met Christ, I realized that I'm a man of contradiction. Very, very opposite testimony that you hear. When he was not awakened, he didn't have any struggle. He thought he was doing very well. No struggle. He thought he was fine. He lived not his true self, but the self he wanted to put on. He wasn't himself. He lived life that he wanted to put on. But ultimately, he had courage to admit who he really was and embraced his struggle and boldly let us know his struggle. And I'm thankful that Paul did that. If Paul shied away from it, then we would not have known who we really like. But Paul said, that great man, the man who founded Christianity, he boldly, courageously said what he was like inside. Now we have confidence. We also struggle with our shortcomings, our weaknesses, and our own darkness. It is very hard to admit that. It is much easier to hide them than confronting them. 
It is much easier to do this or that to confirm that I am okay than admitting our helpless and sometimes hopeless reality of our true self. We paint a beautiful picture of ourselves and try so hard to live that picture, to live out that picture. Whatever does not fit that picture, we throw away or we hide them away. And in the process of doing that, we are not being true to ourselves. We are deceiving ourselves. We, be, we become a stranger to ourselves. Sometimes you look at the mirror and see yourself. Who are you? Who are you? We become a stranger to ourselves. We don't feel at home with who we are. There is a huge gap between the image that you put on and what is going on inside. The spiritual journey is to learn to see our inner self, accept it, and embrace our honest struggle. In spirituality, we are achieving a condition where we can say, it is all right not to be perfect. It is all right not to be the person my father or my mother wants me to be. I'm sorry, parents. <laughs> I see. <laughs> it is all right to have our own brokenness. We don't need to deceive ourselves. We think we are smart enough to deal with our own inner contradiction, but be careful. As you try to deal with your own inner contradiction, with your own wisdom, you may create deeper contradiction in yourself. St. Paul said, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord's Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that are few, they are futile. When Paul discovered his own inner contradiction inside, instead of dealing with it with his own wisdom, he turned to God like a fool. He simply turned to God. Instead of using his brain to deal with his own contradiction, he just turned to God. And as he turned to God, oh, he discovered something else. Not only his inner contradiction, but something else starts appearing. You know what that is? God's grace. God's grace. Wow. When he saw his true self, with that, he saw God's grace. That's why this, he said this. By the grace of God, 
I am what I am. He found that grace to make him who he is, not who he pretends to be. That grace gave him the power and empowerment to be who he is. He discovered God's grace, not only his self-contradiction. God's grace gave him the courage. My friends, it is really, really hard to see our darkness, our weakness, our corruptness, our selfishness, our pride with bare eyes. It is really, really difficult to admit that and see that. That's why even though we are weak, we have to pretend that we are strong. Even though we are insecure, we pretend, we have to pretend that we are very confident. Even though we are selfish, sometimes we have to pretend that we are gener generous. While we are not righteous, we have to pretend that we have everything together. But with grace, we don't need that pretension. I want to tell you the most important truth for you not to forget ever in your life. And that is this this truth, the very basic thing about the true wisdom is that I cannot save myself. I cannot save myself. That is the most important truth that all of you have to remember for the rest of your lives. People have hard time accepting it. Theoretically, they may agree, but they don't truly accept this. The moment they see nakedly that they cannot save themselves, they become devastated. The moment you realize, I cannot save myself, they get devastated. They fall into deep despair. Only God's grace can lead us to the wisdom to know that we cannot save ourselves. Ha! That's what Jesus showed on the cross. That's what Jesus showed on the cross. People at the bottom told Jesus, Jesus, why don't you save yourself if you're a savior? And Jesus simply said, I cannot save myself. And he died on the cross. And he showed to the world that we human beings cannot save ourselves. And our Savior showed that. That is the message of the cross. That's a, that's a difference between Superman and Jesus. That's the difference between the gospel of Superman and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus simply died on the cross, embracing 
his own vulnerability, embracing his own weakness, embracing his own death. But you know what happened when Jesus did that? God's power was revealed. When Jesus did that, God's power was manifested. And that power raised him from the dead. Jesus did not save us with his own power. Jesus simply showed that we human beings cannot save ourselves, and he was faithful to the end, and God's power saved all of us. He showed how important it is for us to embrace our own vulnerability. That cross that showed the ultimate vulnerability of human being, that cross released the power of resurrection. Nothing else could release the power of resurrection. That cross released the power of resurrection. Power of the cross was not power of Jesus, nor power of any human being, but the power of God. And Jesus died on the cross, and then all that stuff. And then Paul, knowing his own spiritual journey, knowing his own contradiction, he captured what Jesus did so sharply and let us know. And this is what he said. For Jews demand signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ, not just Christ, Christ crucified. And this is a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those who are, the, who are, call, who are the called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. He understood the power of the cross. Oh my goodness, how did he do that? He, Jesus simply died on the cross, and then how he came up with this theological insight? Truth! Because he, him, he himself went through that journey. So, my friends, when you embrace your vulnerability, you will see God's power. When you run away from your in, uh, vulnerability, you'll forever live with that vulnerability. But when you embrace your vulnerability, you'll be able to see God's power. You won't get devastated. When you're in a vulnerable situation, don't feel too sorry for yourself. God's power 
will be manifested. There's another confession of St. Paul related to this message. Once he went up to the third heaven. I don't know what third heaven is. And Paul himself does not really know. I don't know what it is. But somehow he was cut up in third heaven. Almost like paradise. So he experienced the power of the divine. But immediately after that experience of going up to third heaven, you know what he experienced? He experienced the thorn in the flesh. And St. Paul said, Satan gave me this thorn. He prayed three times to get rid of this thorn. But God did not get rid of that thorn. And then there he understood this wisdom. And this, is, this was what God gave him. Let us hear what he said. But he said to me, it is God. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For power is made perfect in weakness. So I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, then I am strong. Whenever you are strong, you will be weak. Whenever you are weak, then God is strong, and you will become strong. The people who pretend to be strong, they are not strong. Deep inside, they have a tremendous insecurity. They don't deal with their vulnerability and insecurity. That's why they pretend to be strong. So on the surface, you, uh, you see strong people. They are not strong people. They are rather weak people. All the bullies, they are the weakest of all. Real power comes when we are weak. My foolishness is God's wisdom. So it is all right to be a fool. So, be a fool for Christ. Let us sing together.